There's an investment company called GMO that manages $61 billion in capital. It's been actively picking the stocks in its GMO quality fund for 10 years, and it has managed to beat the market in every single year of the last decade with an annualized return of 13.4%, beating the S&P 500 quite nicely. In a world where most stock pickers either lose money or underperform the overall market, consistently beating the market is rare. All of us the stock pickers want to know how GMO's fund managers do it and how we can invest in this fund. There is bad news and good news. The bad news is that the fund is a mutual fund with a $1 million minimum investment requirement and most of us don't have one mil sitting around to invest in this fund. The good news is that the team behind this high quality active investment fund has just launched an ETF we all can invest in with whatever amount of money we want to. But the good news continues. In today's episode, I dig into the fund's stock picking methodology that has beaten the market for a decade and give you a list of stocks based on the fund's market beating methodology that you can consider buying now. Let's talk about them. I'm Hodomer, founder and CEO of Stockard, a fintech startup from California that helps you do your fundamental stock market research better and faster. On this show, I share investing-related stories and strategies like today's episode to help you level up your investment skills. If you are new here, join us by subscribing. The methodology behind GMO's fantastic return is investing in quality companies at a reasonable price. This may sound familiar to many, but how GMO defines quality is very interesting. Also, the way the fund managers explain reasonable stock price is fascinating. When you hear the term reasonable price, it's natural to think of undervalued stocks with low multiples such as low price to earnings ratio or low price to book value ratio. Here's GMO's partner, Tom Hancock, explaining the difference between quality and low value stocks with a perfect analogy. Over the years, we came to appreciate more the fact that you shouldn't be penny wise and pound foolish and not pay up for quality that is going to You'll be worth it down the road. The analogy I sometimes like is you buy the house in the town with the better schools and the more expensive price. You're pretty likely to get that back when you sell it in 10 years, where if you buy the you know, marginal, far out condo, that's, that's the riskier investment, even if it's a lower price. An even more insightful thing I learned when researching this investment strategy and methodology is that investing in quality defies all the commonly accepted logic about risk and return. Everybody says higher return requires higher risk. In practice, investing in high quality businesses leads to less risk in the form of less price fall during a downturn and several sustained years of generating better than market returns. This becomes quite clear when we define risk as the probability of a permanent loss of capital. With that definition, investing in high quality companies has less risk because the business isn't as prone to market noise and macroeconomic cycles. This brings us to the definition of quality. According to Tom Hancock, the GMO partner we heard from a few minutes ago, 
Quality is the ability to deliver high return on capital. To deliver that, you have to have something competitors can't replicate easily. It used to be a physical asset or your brand. In the tech era, it is network effect or platform companies. Management quality is also a part of the company's overall quality. Good management keeps the balance sheet strong to create a stability across economic cycles and allocates money when it is required. The good news for stock pickers who want to focus on quality companies is that they tend to stay high quality for a long time. Therefore, you don't have to recognize them right away off the bat. You can be wrong early on and ignore the stock. And when you see the evidence, you can turn 180 degrees and admit it and invest in the company. Here's Tom Hancock again, speaking with Barry Ritholtz, the host of Bloomberg's Masters in Business podcast, talking about how Apple is a quality company and both GMO and Warren Buffett were late to Apple's quality party and their eventual investment still did great. Um, Apple is actually an interesting case study because we uh, used them as an example of our investment at our investment conference 15 years ago about what a high quality company isn't. And then Steve Jobs turned around in the iPhone and so forth. And with, of course, right. the rest is history. Um, the point is we were very wrong about them and we were late to the party. But the party had such long, such a long party that it's okay to be late to it. You see, we still had a really good time with that company, which I think is a little bit of a lesson to for quality investing. You don't have to be the first one in the door. There, these th these themes run for a long time, and if you're willing to admit you're wrong and and change your stripes, is you can still make money. So there were a few coming. GMO, Warren Buffett were quote unquote late to Apple, but did exceedingly well with that. So you don't have to be at the, there at the IPO. You don't have to be there when they crash in the dot-com implosion. As long as the growth rate is there and the, the value is reasonable, there's an opportunity. There are two ways to find quality stocks based on GMO's definition of quality we just discussed. One way is to focus and use specific financial metrics to screen quality companies. The other way is to look at GMO's new quality ETFs holdings and find the stocks that meet the definition. In the next few minutes of the show, I'll use both methodologies to find quality stocks at a reasonable price that you may want to invest in after doing your own research, of course. First, let's discuss the financial metrics we can use to find quality stocks. Tom Hancock gave a few such metrics in my research. Let me summarize them here for you. Quality companies have a high return on capital, which in most cases means they don't need external capital to grow. So you can use positive and sustained ROC, return on capital, or ROIC, return on invested capital, to screen for quality stocks. Secondly, these companies have free cash flow and carry enough cash relative to debt, giving them a strong balance sheet. A strong balance sheet means they can weather macroeconomic recessions or maybe short-term interruptions such as the supply chain delays during the COVID era. You can use the free cash flow, debt to equity ratio, or metrics like that to measure balance sheet strength. And lastly, high-quality companies you can invest in now tend to be reasonably priced. They're not undervalued because there's usually a good reason for the undervaluation of a stock. They're also not overvalued, meaning a company that is 
widely perceived as being of high quality. So you want to look for the average price to earnings ratio or similar valuation ratios. I plugged these criteria into Stockcar's stock screener tool and I got about 100 stocks that turned in the screener results. I leave a link to this screener in case you want to download the list or adjust the screener to your liking. But think about it. Of thousands of stocks listed in the US, only 100 meet the criteria. Also because we're using return on capital, return on assets, and similar return ratios in the screener, there are a lot of bank stocks showing up in the results. I tend to put them aside. Without bank stocks, you'll end up with an even smaller number of stocks that meet the criteria. Some interesting companies that attracted my eyes are Alphabet, GOG, Applied Materials, AMAT, and Dropbox, DBX. Now let's turn to the second approach of finding high quality stocks at reasonable prices by looking at the top holdings of GMO's new quality ETF. The ETF's ticker is QLTY, which is very well named. Because the ETF is less than a year old, it's fair to assume stocks picked for the ETF are still truly representative of GMO's reasonable price picks. On the list, I see some of the usual quality stocks such as Alphabet, Apple, and Meta. I also see some names that I wouldn't have normally paid any attention to. Otis, ticker OTIS, the big leader in elevators, escalators, and moving walkways is one example. Elevance Health, ticker ELV is another one I have not heard much about. TJ Maxx, ticker TJX, would be my third pick to research just because I have always wanted to look into, but I never did. You notice that a stock such as NVIDIA weren't in the top holdings of the ETF. NVIDIA is definitely a high quality company, but may not be reasonably priced now, even if it is the undisputed king of AI semiconductor market. Talking about high quality stocks, tending to be low-risk stock picks, an episode I published recently explained what risk means and how you can calculate your portfolio's risk. That's a good one to watch or listen to. Next, I leave a link to it in the show notes. I'll see you next time.